Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Freedom Friday hour. Ow. 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 <laughs> what date is it, Mr. Powell? Today is March 10th, 2017. And why am I upset today? Because of the news. Um, it's a little more than that. <laughs> Something happened at the gym oh. today. No, no. Yesterday. I, no. Well. Feels like today. Yeah. Well, I can't get over it. <laughs> Are you going to tell our listeners what happened? Okay, I'm going to tell them what happened. All right. Well, you know, Miss Capel and I, we're, we're kind of moderate gym rats. We go in a couple of times a week. Work out pretty hard. We work out together, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like a nice husband. I'm working out with my wife, right? Yeah. So uh, we were doing uh, leg day. And uh, we get on the calf machine. You know, I'm mean, not the calf. You know, you, you sit on the machine, you load it up with plates, and uh, you do calf uh, raises. Seated calf raises is what it is. See, I'm still upset. Can't even talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're, we're doing uh, some pretty heavy weight, low rep. Six to eight rep is our target. And load up the plate, and, uh, you know, I do six, eight reps, and then Miss Capal gets on and puts her weight on, and you know, does a thing. So we, we do uh, several sets, about three sets of that. And so I said, well, let's strip the weight down with 145 plate, right? Mm-hmm. Seated calf raises, a 45-pound plate, and just knock off as many as you can mm-hmm. real quick because mm-hmm. we were doing heavy weight, real slow, you know, um, in concentrated exercises. So I get on there, 45-pound plate. I get on there, and I go, one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. Dude, <laughs> seriously, I knock out 50 reps. It is good. Yeah, 50 reps. You know, and the last 10 were killing me. I was like, wow, you know. <laughs> 50 reps, 45-pound plate after doing a grueling leg workout. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So rather than take the weight off and make it lighter for Mr. Powell, I said, well, just get on there and do as many as you can, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's a girl. How many is she going to do? What, 10? <laughs> she's a girl, right? 10. <laughs> maybe, maybe 12 before she starts crying and breaks a nail, right? <laughs> no. She gets on there, and she starts banging them out. Uh, 10, 20. I'm counting them out. 30, 40. Ah, she's got to be giving up. She hits 50, folks, and then she keeps going. (laughs) 
She does 100 <laughs> reps. Yes. <laughs> totally destroying me. <laughs> All the guys are laughing at me. They're rolling around on the ground like hyenas, <laughs> calling me names I can't repeat here. I was so humiliated. Oh. Yeah. And then later on in the afternoon, like I said, we're kind of gym rats. So we were watching some videos on um, some exercises, correct exercises. And we're doing some back exercises. And Miss Kapow looks at me. She says, well, maybe you should find one for your calves. I did. You did. I did. You did. And that's why I'm upset today, folks. It's very seldom that I can find something that I can do better than you. <laughs> My pride. A hundred reps, really? Seriously? Because <laughs> Brother Kapow is pretty strong. So when I could do uh, those calf raises, yeah, I gloated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I tried to make fun of her and said, well, it's your genetics you got from your father. Yeah. Climate. Tell them what you called me. Uh, tree trunk. <laughs> It's a very good tree trunk. So I'm trying to humiliate her, right? To make myself look better. It's I can't. It's not working. It's not working. You know, and I said, oh, you got that from your dad climbing coconut trees in Indonesia. I'm trying to do everything I can to, you know, to make her feel bad. She's just laughing. She's laughing. I, you know what? And I had to go in my prayer room. I just had to go in my prayer room. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty upset. So it's going to be hard to do this show today. Anyway. <laughs> okay, enough of that nonsense, but that is a true story. We're going to talk about this weird thing that's going on in Phoenix, or went on last week in Phoenix. And I kid you not, we heard the same stuff the other day, Wednesday, matter of fact. Mm-hmm. I also heard it like the day before when I was uh, trying to record some stuff. It's very strange, very strange Stuff. It's like an earthquake, but it's not an earthquake. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Um, I personally, I have an opinion what I think they are, and I'll let you know, but not now. <laughs> We're going to talk about volcanoes. No one's talking about volcanoes. The mainstream media doesn't talk about volcanoes. Mm-mm. Volcanoes are erupting everywhere, folks. Everywhere. Yeah. And then, here's this weird thing we're going to talk about. It's this... The headlines are stupid. The, head, the headlines call it a weaponized black hole. It's just stupid. But anyway, uh, you get rid of the hype, and some people saw a weird square cube thing coming out of the clouds and through like a what they call a portal over Texas. We'll talk about that. And then also, you know, you can't fix stupid. I got to talk about this guy who died, but he died in a very unusual manner. <laughs> and then... Um, my favorite subject, transgendered people, mm-hmm. transgender models find a new home. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you will give us the truth, Ms. Okay. Kapow, then right. we'll get on talking about this fake news Okay. Junk. I'm going to read from three books, Luke, Hebrews, and Revelation. Yeah, while First, you do that, I'm going to do some calf raises. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> One, two, three. The first one is Luke 21, and I'm going to read uh, 25 through 27. 
And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with great power, with power and great glory. Revelation 16, and uh, we'll start with 17. It says, And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceedingly great. And then Hebrews chapter 12, 23-29 says, And to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. See that you refuse not him that speaketh, for if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, how much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaks from heaven? Whoso voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shall shake not only the earth, but also heaven. And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. That's it. And that's truth. Mm-hmm. It's the Word of God, the Bible, our scriptures. That's the only truth you have. Amen. It really is. It's the only truth. Everything else is fake. Mm-hmm. So on with uh, fakeness. What are you going to say? I was going to say that the Word of God is is steadfast. It's true. It doesn't move. It doesn't lead you into different paths mm-hmm. where... Um, doctrine of men of satan it's very unstable and it moves everywhere but it leads to death yeah and, and you can't go by presence oh i feel god's presence Mm-mm. telling me this you can't go by experience oh i experienced this shaking it was like unbelievable i experienced the holy ghost mm-hmm. and you can't go by love no it's love God is love. It's all about love. Presence, experience, and love. No. Mm-mm. You've got to go by what you know, and what you know is found in the truth, in the word, God's word. And that's living by faith. That's right. And Christ says, if you love me, you will keep my words. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not my experience. Not my love, not my presence, my word. Got to be careful. There's so many weirdos out there. My goodness, strange 
Christian weirdos. Be very careful. The word. You got to anchor yourself in that. Yep. And what does that have to do with current events? This is what it has to do with current events in Phoenix. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Where the tumbleweeds grow so tall <laughs> that the geological survey, the United States Geological Survey, had not reported any earthquakes in Arizona within the last 24 hours of this article, which was just written the other day, March 3rd. So the question that people were asking what in Hades was that that I feel because it felt like an earthquake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, things were rattling. They were rattling. The Arizona Geological Survey said they did not identify any large earthquakes in the area. What? No seismograph. No nothing. Mm-mm. It is possible there was a very small earthquake that occurred and it was not detectable, but that's not what the people said that felt it. Mm-mm. Maria Rodriguez. From Scottsdale. Exactly. That's where she's from. Said she felt the shaking from her home. Mm-hmm. And what'd she say, Miss Capel? She said, we felt the doors shake like somebody was trying to push them in, but we didn't see the doors move. Now, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. That, you, that you could feel the doors shake. I mean, so bad it, it felt like someone was trying to push them in, but you don't actually see them move. Yeah, that's crazy. But we experienced the same thing mm-hmm. sitting here. Luke Air Force Base. Luke, I am your Air Force Base. That's the best I can do, Ms. Clay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do cab raises, and I can't do Darth <laughs> Vader very well. No, no, I'm over it. No, my, no. God should not. You know what? The other day I was praying, Lord, I just need some more humility because I'm so cool and great. Every day I wake up and I go, well, you're just so cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Luke Air Force Base said they do not have any information about sonic booms in the area. Why? Because Becky Heisey, who's from the Air Force, she's a captain there, said there was no military aircraft flying around at that time. And it was unlikely that any jet caused a sonic boom in Mm. the valley. So... Research geologist Yeti Young said there weren't any signs of an earthquake in the valley. So what the heck was it, folks? And there was no man-made disturbance. I mean, no one's really, you know, fracking or blowing things up. What the heck, man? Mm -hmm. Right? So a couple of these people said uh, on Twitter, they said, I felt it. In Lavigne at 8.30, when putting daughter to bed, felt like someone drove into my house. See, that's pretty significant. Yeah. Someone drove into my house, then something fell off my computer Mm -hmm. or my counter. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not a minor thing. Another person said, 
Um, there was definitely very loud and odd about 20 minutes, they said, here in North Phoenix. I don't know if they meant 20 seconds. I don't know, 20 minutes? That's a long time. It's a long time. So uh, I believe it was last Tuesday. I'm sitting here in the office piddling around, mm-hmm. and I hear I mean the same thing. It sounds like my neighbor next door, uh, you know, Drove his car into his house. Yeah, it was pretty. I didn't actually, like, just like this gal, I didn't actually see uh, the window shake or anything like that, but it felt like it did. Like, you know, big old boom. Mm-hmm. And it happened a couple of times. So I got up and I went outside and then nothing. I didn't hear anything else. Okay. Now they're still doing some construction around where we live. They're still building houses. And sometimes these big trucks come and they do things and you get some vibration. It didn't feel like that, but yeah, it could be. So the next day, I, I tell Miss Kapow what happened. Next day, and we're sitting around watching YouTube, and we're watching some crazy video on um, wasn't it on um, uh, UFO conspiracy? Yeah, you know, on the alien agenda. Mm-hmm. It was on that. So we're watching this, and all of a sudden, we we feel, mm-hmm. and the, and it's weird because it's like the house shakes, but it doesn't shake. Yeah, it's like oh man, Very that's strange. it. Yes. So I turn down the volume and we listen. It's going to happen again. You know, sure enough. sure enough, it happens again. I open the door, I go outside and I can hear booms outside. It's not trucks. They mm-hmm. don't, they're not doing dynamite or anything here, but I can hear the booms yep. coming from the, uh, the mountain area. Something's I, my, going on. My personal opinion, I think it's, it's sky activity. I think it's meteorites, meteors. Um, that's, I really do. I think it's stuff that they're, it's coming into the atmosphere and, and breaking up and mm-hmm. creating this stuff. I, I do think there's a lot more going on up there than, than what we're being told. Well, they said that there was, um, unexplained fires like in Florida the other day mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, they, they don't know what caused it, but they believe that it could be, uh, meteorites falling from the earth. And then I was wondering about the fires in California, you know, last year. Yeah. Some of them were never explained, you know, how they occurred. So yeah. I'm wondering. I think it's very possible. You know, it's very dry there in, in California. and mm-hmm. Some fireball from the sky hits it. and mm-hmm. Yeah, very possible. I mean, people are seeing stuff in the sky all the time. And then, of yeah. course, half the time, you know, you, you know, you're in bed or inside, you know, so unless you're outside at night. But, um, you know, we're out every night because we walk our dogs, and so we look at uh, the big bright star. Uh, allegedly, that's Venus and uh, the moon and all the stars and stuff. And I haven't really seen a lot of sky activity like that. But um, yeah, it's strange. Strange things. Uh, you know the the book of Enoch. You know, and, and realize it's not canonical. You know, but the book of Enoch uh, talks about one of the visions the second vision that Enoch had, it's the sky falls. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's those things coming on earth. <laughs> yep. And that and that's how it ends. The sky falls. You know, it's not nuclear holocaust cost. It's not Trumpism. It's the sky falls. All right. Yep. All right, chicken little. That's right. All right, tree trunk. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Volcanoes. 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 They're erupting all over the world. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't know. CNN doesn't talk about this. 
I don't watch CNN, but at one of the restaurants I go to, they play it all the time. And so I can see it above Miss Kapow's head, which is nice <laughs> because she's talking, right? She's going, blah, 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 blah. That's what I did today. And I can look at her. She thinks I'm looking at her in the eyes, paying attention. But I look right over and I'm reading the, you know, the uh, headlines there on CNN. Yeah. So when I make a face, like, now oh. we know. Yeah. So when they say something about Trump and I make a face, like, oh, you know, she thinks I'm reacting to her story. And that's why she purposely did 100 reps mm-hmm. to my 50. She got that. And gloats man. over it. See? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Enough about climate change and all that stuff, but the recent news of volcanoes erupting all over the world is baffling. It may make things even more serious than we thought. Italy's Mount Etna, as of late, erupted with a large amount of magma. Amid what is presently its second emission in the most recent year, Mount Etna, 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 um, has been referred to as Europe's greatest and most capable spring of gushing lava. And its emission represents a parallel to air activity and conceivably the encompassing towns and homes on the lower inclines of the well of lava. I can understand that. Uh-huh. Uh, so anyway, it says, despite the fact that Mount Etna is the most recent fountain of liquid, magma to stand out as truly newsworthy, there are various different emissions happening everywhere throughout the world. There has been news about volcanic eruptions all over the planet. So let's look at some of those, Mr. Pan. All righty. India. Mm-hmm. They only have one volcano, apparently, and it's dynamic again after having been doormat for eh, 150 years. Wow. That's a long time to be sleeping. Yeah. And it's just now... Waking up? Yeah. At these kind of like weird times. Mm, coincidence. Coincidence. Four of Iceland's fundamental... Volcanoes are speculated to erupt soon. And uh, that's indicated by volcano discovery. 35 volcanoes are either as of now ejecting at this moment or just as of late emitted everywhere throughout the world. There are significantly more volcanoes with eruption notices and huge amounts of different volcanoes that are dynamic that could just erupt at any moment. And I know last year we read a lot of um, stories about volcanoes that are erupting. Yep. Yep. Let's see. There's some other ones, too. There's Iceland. Uh, I mentioned Iceland. Did I mention Iceland? No. Four, ice, four of Iceland's primary volcanoes are demonstrating movement. Mm-hmm. Sicily and in, it, um, Italy. Sicily and Italy. Let's see. Uh, in a shocking event... Indonesia's Mount Sinabung. See, there was a lot of them in Indonesia that were waking up. Yep. That's in North Sumatra. Mm-hmm. It erupted seven times See? in one day. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so it did all kinds of stuff. And there's a possibility that these volcanic eruptions may not have been happening due to the geographic area. Since Iceland and Indonesia are to a great degree far separated, unmistakably something is bringing about an expansion in overall seismic movement. You know what's scary, though? Like the ones in Indonesia, 
the, the, there are people there that are so close to those mountains that they actually have to wear eye gear and mouth gear and, you know, to protect their, their breathing. Wow. From those, from the, uh, yeah, ash from, and stuff. From the smoke and stuff. There's a scripture there in, in Acts 2.19, and it's Peter on the day of Pentecost, and he's quoting or paraphrasing uh, Joel chapter 2, mm. the prophet Joel. But here's what Peter said there, same thing Joel says. He's talking about the last days, you know, the, from Pentecost, you, we've entered into the last days. There's going to be no more after this. You know, there's no more kingdoms or anything else once Christ comes. And Peter says, uh, he's quoting Joel, and he says, uh, the, it says, I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. That's mm. God talking. That's God talking, that he will show wonders in heaven above. Think, keep, keep that in mind, heaven above. When we talk about these little portals and these weird things going on in the sky, sky noises, mm-hmm. you know, booms, things going on in the sky. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth beneath. Are we having some signs? I mean, we got orange alligators. We got all kinds of weird stuff, turmoil, you know, pestilence. We got all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Blood. Yuck. And fire and vapor of smoke. That kind of sounds like volcanic eruption. Mm-hmm. Could be. Mm-hmm. It could be. Wow. All right. I'm going to take Scary. a short commercial break, Mr. Powell, and then we're going to be right back. Okay. I promise. All right. The Capel Radio Show Network produces high-quality podcasts that you definitely want to hear. So stick around and get prepared to stimulate your spirit. And we are back. Hello. We are back. My calves hurt. <laughs> I was mine, doing... I mine was, are fine. <laughs> I know. I was doing repetitions during the commercial break, trying to get... I'm trying to get big, man. You know? I'm getting, I'm getting ready for the end of the world, man. You need strong calves to climb up the uh, the mountains. Mm-hmm. That ain't happening for me. Too well, I'll just carry Too you on weak. my back. <laughs> That's why. That's why God gave you to me, man. Because the last days you're gonna cover, you're gonna carry Brother Kapow over the mountain, man. The Lord's gonna look at you. And say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter in and bring your your slag husband with you. Weak calves. Uh, okay, this is from the um, Express in the UK. And I don't know what kind of paper this is. I don't know if it's like uh, one of those shock papers. I think it is. I don't think it's like, uh, you know what I mean, legitimate news. Mm. I mean, I mean, I mean, they, I'm not saying that it's phony, but they're kind of like. Uh, sensational. Sensational, yeah. So the headlines are very sensational. The story isn't. That's what I want to focus on. But the, the headlines are stupid. It says. Weaponized black hole? Question mark. Texas town terrorized, which which is not true. They weren't terrorized. Mm-mm. Portal opens over secret army research base. We don't know that. Um, so the the headlines are a little clickbaitish, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I hate that. But a bizarre and sinister looking perfect black cube 
has terrified residents of a Texas town after it appeared in the skies above White Sands, the USA's most secret military installation. It's one of the secrets. I mean, got Area 51 and all that stuff. So anyway, they're, they're trying to tie all this in. I don't know. Uh, this is on our Facebook page, or you can just Google it or whatever. But there's a picture here. And, you know, what people can do today with, you know, video and CGI and Photoshop, it's it's really tough, you know, to, to vet some of this stuff out. Mm-hmm. But what the picture shows is a sky with dark clouds, and there's definitely like a dark area, which they're calling a portal. Like, who knows what it is? But there's this black cube mm-hmm. coming out of the the, the clouds yeah. from the sky. That's what's interesting, mm-hmm. black cube. So this was over El Paso, Texas, <laughs> near the border. Huh. Now this could be, now I just thought something, maybe it's Trump's wall. Coming from the sky. Ah. And it's going to be like a transformer. And then it hits, goes, and then the wall is built. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be. I think that's how he does his hair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Terrifying black cube was snapped over El Paso. You mean the picture was snapped over. Okay. Anyway, it's the, they took a picture over El Paso on the Texas border, just a few miles from White Sands. Uh, where the uh, atomic bomb was detonated. Mm. Uh, Almost all the experimental weapons research carried out at White Sands is highly classified. So what they're trying to do is is tie this in. So it's a little little dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, They talk about Roswell and all this stuff. But the bottom line is here's a picture of this black cube coming out of the sky. Yeah. And it said it emerged in clouds over El Paso from what has been described as a black hole type portal. Uh, Walter C. Lands, who witnessed it, Walter, and he wouldn't lie, he said, it began to get very windy, and I noticed a small portion of clouds begin to swirl and circle in on each other, forming a portal shape. Hmm. Very interesting if there were some um, chemtrails before all this. Yeah, that's true. What was going on in the sky before that? Mm -hmm. They did say it was like windy and stormy. Yeah. Wow. And usually that follows after chemtrails. Yeah. That's true. Could be. Could be. But no one was probably paying attention because they weren't expecting a black cube to come out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Well, this same guy, Walter, he captured the cube on his mobile phone. Wow. That's a big phone to get this cube. <laughs> oh, he captured it on a picture. Oh, okay. Just some good writing here. It began to get... Oh, I already quoted that. Uh, second eyewitness, a woman accountant who did not wish to be named. She took a picture of it, too. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a video of it. Yeah, there is. Or something. There's like 20 pictures of this thing. Yeah, but uh, there's a slideshow of some sort. Yeah, I think what happened is um, Tyler from the Secure Team 10 yeah. or whatever, the UFO Secure site. Secure Team 10. I think he got uh, he got these pictures, and then he did some stuff with it, like he had, you know inverted the picture, black and white type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you call it? The negative. Uh, which he does a lot so that you can see more clearly and stuff. So I think he did some some research on this also. Hi, guys. It's Tyler. <laughs> well, uh, well, this this woman, uh-huh. she said, I noticed a square-shaped figure. I was a giant solid thing. Well, it was a giant solid thing with designs around it and a faint magnetic oscillation type humming. 
Well, that's a weird thing to to say and notice, huh? Mm-hmm. That uh, it had designs around it. Yeah, and then it actually had some humming. Yeah, but she calls it a faint magnetic oscillation type hum. I don't know what that is. What a mm-hmm. magnetic oscillation. So she knows something interesting. Yeah. And this other spokesperson said it can only be described as a massive three-dimensional cube-shaped UFO, which in the first image can be seen shooting out of a pretty fair rate of speed from what looks like a massive black hole-type portal. Yeah. Interesting. It definitely is a UFO as far as it's unidentified. Um, It doesn't look like anything uh, a human could make. Mm -hmm. Really weird. Um, A third witness, eyewitness, so there's three witnesses to this at least, and she wouldn't give her name either, said, we know very strange things go on at White Sands. It is possible they are playing around with some sort of black hole technology. Sounds too bizarre to be true, but even, uh, well, nothing can explain what it is. Mm-mm. Yeah. So who knows? Very strange. It's uh, very strange. You get a chance to look at this um, this big square thing coming out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's not the New Jerusalem. It's not the bride of Christ. <laughs> Trust me on this one, folks. It could be mocking that. It could be, you know, but it's not that. Miss Capel. Yeah. Um, it is time for You Can't Fix Stupid. Can't Rick Stupid. Okay. So. Okay, this is uh, in Japan. 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 It's um, this guy. He's identified as Joji. Is that how you pronounce it? Joji. Mm-hmm. He was found dead in his flat by a maintenance person. He was 50 years old. And he had such a huge... Porn collection, that's right, porn collection in magazines, that it weighed six tons. Six tons of porn. Wow. And he died underneath six tons of his <laughs> porn. And he, he was only discovered when his landlord went to the flat because of the unpaid rent. And it's not clear whether he died and fell into the magazines uh, or if they fell on him and it crushed him. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Ugh. So the story goes, this is from Mail Online, so it has to be true. Mm. A lonely Japanese man who amassed more than six tons of porn. Six tons. When a huge pile of magazines fell on top of him, he died. And even more tragically, the man's body was only discovered six months later when the landlord entered the flat to find out why the rent had not been paid. The man's lowly death was revealed by a member of the cleaning team who said his company had been hired to remove the magazines discreetly in a way that would not be noticed by neighbors and the man's family to save them from the shame. Mm. The shame. All right, there's pictures. 
Oh gosh. These there's pictures. There's a picture of the kitchen. Allegedly, that's what this is. He looks is. more like a hoarder than anything. Yeah, maybe he just I mean, hoarded. Yeah, he, yeah, a hoarder of, of porn hmm. material. Material. Nasty. Uh, here's another picture of. Um, I don't know if this is a closet or a living room or what. Ben, you can't even walk in this place. It looks like he had more than just magazines. It looks like DVDs, tapes, all kinds of stuff. He was a little messy. Yeah. Uh, the dead man, 50-year-old former car maker, uh, like I said, his name was Joji, had died buried underneath a pile of porn magazines. And no one knows if he had a heart attack and, and, and then hit them and they fell on him or they, the mm. magazines fell on him and killed him. Uh, who knows? The cleaner said that if he was still conscious, the paper would probably have muffled his cries. Wow. I mean, he was like buried under this stuff. Every space in the flat was filled with piles of magazines, which also stacked on tables and on shelves. And there's oh, there were clippings. He he took clippings from erotic magazines, where it appeared that the man had cut out his favorite articles and thrown away the rest of the magazine. Mm. Yeah, uh, but six tons. Can you imagine that? No. Six tons. Aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> Aren't you embarrassed? And finally, my favorite topic of lately is transgenderism. In my day, in my day, I'm a dinosaur. So in my day, way back when, when cowboys ruled the earth, <laughs> we used to call these... Men, we used to call them he-she's, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes they were drag queens, you know, uh, but they were he-she's. Sometimes they'd be called she-males. Well, today we have a new socially accepted term. And they're called transgendered, transgendered people. Mm. Well, they're not really transgendered, folks. They're still the same gender. They're yeah. just dressed like another gender. Dress. And that's what irritates. That's what irritates me. So this is from the New York Times. So once again, it has to be true because they wouldn't lie. It's from their fashion and style section, which I read all the time. You can tell by my hair. <laughs> oh, I I just read something about how to increase your calf size. So I was all happy, but now <laughs> my dreams are dashed. <laughs> You know, I got, I got, I got calves like a chick. Maybe I should start wearing high heels. Well, maybe if you wore high heels, they'd strengthen your calves. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Just digging it in. Transgender models find a home. Now, here's a picture. Can you see this picture of this guy? Yeah. I don't know if he's Filipino. He's some kind of Asian guy. He looks Filipino. He looks just like a chick. Bunny? Yeah. But but if you look at the hands, those are some man hands. Yeah. Ugly. He's, well, he's got some Poor big girl. Yeah, he's got some big hands, but uh the rest of it looks just like a chick. How do they do the cleavage thing? And they get uh, they well, they're taking estrogen and all that mm-hmm. stuff and then some of them get boob jobs. But they take hormones, you know. To look that way. They go through great lengths. Yeah. They're, they're, it's deception. It's it's the uh, you know Satan's a liar, mm-hmm. so it's all about lying. You know, it's just we you know 
You guys know that. Everything's a big lie. As one of the fashion industry's increasing numbers of transgender models, Yasmin Petty has reached great success. That's a dude looking Ugh. like a chick, by the way. Yeah, gross. He, she's sprawling penthouse in lower Manhattan with a terrace so large it has a pool in Cabana. Wow. is full of magazines like Ile, W, and Hercules that feature multiple page spreads on he, she, wearing clothing by brands like Marc Jacobs and Louis Vuitton. I haven't heard of any of these things. Any, I have no idea what they're talking about, <laughs> nor do I want to. I have no idea. Mm-mm. Anyway, this dude's closet is so full of clothes that uh, that he's modeled at international events like New York Fashion Week, um, put on by Vogue, and it goes on and on. Braga, 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 braga. Anyway, it's just full of all kinds of stuff. Worked as a career with several modeling agencies that found him, her work. But the experience left he, she feeling somewhat frustrated about the direction he, she career seemed to be taking. Because you're a dude. Yeah. Some agencies didn't know whether to cast he, she as male or female. He, she said. Often he, she would walk into auditions not knowing which gender he, she was supposed to perform until he, she saw the other candidates waiting in the lobby. (laughs) Wow. What a chaotic world they live in. Yeah, I'm just going to go to this job and, oh, there's a bunch of guys here. I think I'm going to be a guy. There's a bunch of chicks here. I'm going to be the gal. Wow. Other times he, she would be booked by clients only to have them find out he, she was transgender Later, and refused to use the photos. The fashion industry didn't know how to treat me, he see, said. So they call he, him, Ms. Petty. But Ms. Petty is a man. That's an ironic name, too, by the way. Yeah, it is. Petty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Petty, he, she. So Yasmin Petty, and I don't know what his real name was, but Yasmin Petty is a dude that the New York Times... Because they want to lie to you because Satan is the father of all lies and everything's a big lie. And to deceive and manipulate you is witchcraft, is the act of witchcraft, lying and manipulation. It all comes from the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. Ms. Petty, he, she, is now so established in he, she career that he, she doesn't necessarily need a modeling agency to get new wigs. Mm. I work freelance, he, she said. But he, she now has an option for support. Guess what? Trans models. Perhaps mm-hmm. the city's first agency to represent only transgender models or he, she's. Now, as I, as I uh, talk about this article, every time it says she, I replace it with he, she. So you know what I'm talking about. But if you don't do that, like the average person doesn't do that. They just read this article What's interesting is how many times the pronoun she or her is used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see how they get this in? They just drill it in, drill it in, drill it in. I mean, I'm sure that's one of the reasons why this article's written. So they can say she and her throughout the whole thing. So by the time the average head up the rectum American reads this, they're like, yeah, 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 she's really cool. It's oh. not a she. It's a he. That's right. It's a lie. They're lying to you. You can't, don't accept these lies. Challenge the lies. This isn't normal. 
This isn't right. Mm-mm. It isn't right. Let me let me let me let me read. Let me read. Okay. Let me just <laughs> let me let me read to you here. Okay. Here, okay I'm a, you want to know what God said about this? Mm. In case you have any questions at all, you flip over to truth, the Word of God, in Deuteronomy twenty two five, mm. and it says, "The woman, the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man." Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. Abomination. It's stink. It's filth. It's trash. It's sickening. Mm-hmm. In case there's any, any doubt whatsoever, this isn't normal. Nope. And it's not right. Trans model or trans models was started in March of 2015 by a 27-year-old trans female who wanted to advance, see, and it says her, prospects. But it's a dude. Mm-hmm. It's a dude. Wanted to advance his, her prospects as a model and help his, her community. Mm. He, she is working with both established talents like Ms. Petty and newer faces. Right there in that one sentence, sentence, how many times did they call the other dude or her or she, and they keep calling the Petty dude Ms.? Yeah. It's on purpose. And it goes on. A few weeks after his, her agency opened, he, she booked a client, Layeth Ashley. In a prominent spread in the magazine ID, he, she landed a transgender plus size model, Shay Neary. Uh-huh, Shay, Shay. You big girl. Mm, you my girl. Uh, she got some junk in that trunk. Plus size transgender. There's nothing like a plus size transgender he-male, she-male to make your day. Hell. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he, she, and two other and two of his her clients became the faces of New York's city's health campaign for protected mm-hmm. sex. You get oh, that? Oh wow. We're on buses, Miss Die said. I get texts from my friends saying, You're on West Fourth Street. I don't oh, I guess that's their pictures on there. So anyway, I, I don't I who I don't think this article's going anywhere. I think they just want to say that it's a she all the time. Yeah. But it's not. Mm-hmm. It goes on and says, it's no longer unusual nor a matter of secrecy to see a transgender model on mainstream runways. At the most recent New York Fashion Week, Mark Jacobs employed three. Kassel MacArthur among the men and Stav Strasskuski and Ava Acusta among the women. Vincent Beer walked for coach in Proenza Scholler. I don't know what that means. But none of them are what they look like they mm-hmm. are. Okay? And they've been doing that for a while. Yeah. I think there's a whole lot of trannies out there. Only now they don't suppress it. You know yeah. what I mean? They don't need to hide it. Mm-mm. They don't need to hide it. And while trans models may be the first firm of its kind in New York City, similar ones are popping up all around the world. Of oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, they see money being made here. Oh, Yeah. Uh, some some other person who's a director of What's the Tea, a documentary that explored the lives of five transgender women 
those are dudes, opened Slay Model Management in Los Angeles. Mm. Along with walking for New York Fashion Week in Los Angeles Fashion Week, his models have also modeled for Airbnb, Spiegel, even a Brazilian vodka company. Now, here's a picture of Silas Neptune that's signed with Trans Models. And he looks like... What a a name, huh? Silas Neptune. Silas Neptune. Yeah, I think that's his real name, sure. He looks like a little dude. Uh, but that's a weird face. Yes. So I think that's a female looking like a little dude. Mm-hmm. Do you not agree? Sure. Yeah. Strange. Wow. He's got a female face. Uh, a year ago, some person, I don't know, what is this? Mitter Trust? Yeah. I mean, a lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender charity based in India held auditions for the country's first transgender modeling agency. Huh. Huh. As at the end of January, Britain also has its own agency based in Nottinghamshire, England, named Transgender Model UK. In the first week of operation, they signed two models. Okay, so you get the point. The point is, it's all over the world. They got them in Bangkok. They got them in New York. I, I, yeah, I'm not being... Yeah, it's not punny. I didn't mean to be punny, <laughs> but yeah. Bangkok, I know that's that is kind of funny. Uh, they got it all over the place. They got every place. The only place we don't have transgender models is uh, Mesquite, Nevada. So that's the place to come. Uh, let's see. What else? There's all kinds of model alliance is out there. Mm-hmm. And they got a pool of trannies. They got 300 models have applied to be part of trans models. Wow. So the opportunities for men dressed like women are just growing exponentially. Growing. I'm so happy. And... Um, a model wants to be booked for a job because he, she is a great model, not simply because he, she is black or he, she ticks that box or because he, she is trans, so she ticks that box. Whatever that means, that's what they said. Whatever ticking the box means, I don't know. And here's another tranny. Here's a picture of Shane Hanise. Mm. And it's a female uh, that put on a little weight and he's in a suit. She's in a suit and she looks like a, a man. Yeah. She, Gross. he gets a sense of belonging from people who understand she, him by being part of trans model. But mm-hmm. uh, it's that's an ugly guy. Mm-hmm. And that's a model, but it's an ugly guy. It probably would look a lot better as a female, I think. I'm not sure. Probably. I know, it's hard, huh? Probably with makeup and hair, it'd probably look better. I don't know. <sighs> um, it goes on. So anyway, there's, uh, that, that's the new thing, trans model. So when next time you're watching uh, TV... And you see some model doing a runway, you got to say, that's a dude. <laughs> and we say that all the time. We watch movies. We see the uh, the anchors, news anchors, and we go, that's a dude. Mm-hmm. You can start seeing it in their face. I'm not saying that they're all physically born, you know, female and then transgender. I'm saying there's a spirit about them. Yeah. And it's a, a male spirit or a female spirit. And they, they take on... Uh, their faces and bodies take those things on. Of course, I do believe it goes beyond that and a lot of your celebrities and stuff where they're actually uh, hybrid. They're actually mixed yep. with dirty angel seed. They mix with the seed of men. Yep, there's that uh, mixing. Yeah, mixed with the seed of men, according to Daniel 2. Not the seed of woman. The seed of the woman is where Christ came from. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's crushing the serpent's head well, it nipped at its heel. That's the seed of the woman. Daniel 2 says, they, 
the kings of the earth in that last days of that fourth kingdom that's so terrifying, that Roman kingdom, the last days, they will mix their seed with men, but it doesn't, it doesn't work just like earthen clay, earthenware, miry clay doesn't stick to iron. That's right. Um, one of the things you go well. How do they, how do they mix in their seed? You know, alien abductions and all. Yeah, that's probably probably so. They, they, you know, all these alien abduction things. You know, they talk about uh, genetic um, genetic experiments and sexual exper- on their sex organs and things like that. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I never could understand was sex magic. You know, it's mm-hmm. like what what's what's up with ritualistic sex magic? You know, yes. what, I mean, what what is that all about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the other day. Uh, I don't know. We were watching something, and something came about, and I says, "Ah, now that makes sense." And, th- and they were talking about how, uh, at, at least you know, I don't know about about today how they do it, but uh, back in the day, it was all about like blood ritual. They do this this sex magic or this ritual. Yeah, with Aleister Crowley. Yeah, Aleister Crowley, Aleister Crowley, uh, and that he. He or anybody doing the the ritual, the sex mag- magic ritual, would become demonically possessed. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. The demon, the spirit, would enter into their body, which is absolutely true. And then they would have sex with the the the, uh, the willing person there. Yeah, it's a whole ritual. Yeah, a whole ritual. And then that person became pregnant, and the demon transferred. Through the sperm of the man into the fetus. So the kid's born with a demonic soul. Gross. Ritualistic sex magic. That's just one of the ways they're doing it. And of course, I firmly believe a person can change their very uh, soulish nature, mm-hmm. their spiritual DNA, by simply yielding unto satan you can only serve one one or two masters you can't serve two masters it's one or the other mm-hmm. you love one and hate one uh, or, or you hate one and love the other you can't there's no gray Mm-mm. so you these people that give themselves over to satanic worship they change they change right. their spiritual dna um and, and and unless they find that salvation unless salvation finds them and they receive it they stay that way yeah. Yeah. Can't change. Sad. We were all like that. So, uh, but there's those who actually participate in this sex magic, realistic, uh, ritualistic sex, things like that. These people that are doing this transgender stuff, there's something, it's not just there's something wrong with their head, there's something wrong with their spirit mm-hmm. and their soul. There's, it's, it's demonic. It's absolutely demonic. Amen. Right? So, enough, uh, enough Bible thumping. Okay, I got to get back to my calf workout. <laughs> you know what? You, you know what, man? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it this time. I mean, as soon as I get done with this show, uh-huh. I'm going to, like, in one hand, I'm going to have a cheeseburger. In the next <laughs> hand, I'm going to have a big old, you know, I don't know, maybe some chili cheese fries or something. That's going to put a couple pounds, and then I'm going to do calf raises with those in my hand. And that's going to put the load that I need to get big. <laughs> I want Popeye arms, but on my legs. I'm tired of looking like a transgender model. You're funny. I don't want to be a she. I don't want to have she-male legs. I'm not going to shave them anymore. 
<laughs> I don't shave them. Nasty. Nasty. You a nasty man. <laughs> Got a big old bubble butt, little teeny legs. <laughs> uh, okay, tree trunk, give them a... Uh, Ciao, babies. Good night.